Welcome to Lambs to Lions. You're listening to the weekly podcast with Pastor Matt Funk. So this uh, message today that I want to share with you, I've entitled it uh, Chains for Christ. And I don't know if you've ever felt that you were chained in any kind of way, maybe in some sort of bondage that you felt like you were um, being withheld from what God wants you to do, wants to do through you, and wants to do with the people that he's placed around you. Well, last night I uh, literally received this in the mail. This is like, well, I'm, I've already had written my introduction and everything. You probably can't see it because it seems so small, but... I received these chains <laughs> came through Amazon. So for Christmas, I don't know if you guys saw my post, but I had um, I had uh, worked on these little pocket bikes. They're these little mini motorcycles for the kids. And uh, I restored them. I got the engines running properly, new paint. The only thing that was missing was the chains uh, to get them moving, right, to, to move forward. And... Uh, uh, that's what I think 2023 is going to be like for many of us. It's going to be uh, new chains, say new chains, right? Um, but not the kind that make you a prisoner, the kind that propel you. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> you with me? So I just think, God, how did you know? Like this, these chains weren't supposed to come for like another week yet. And then as I'm writing, they, they came and I'm like, God, you're doing something here. So we're, we're going to go. Paul talks about that. So let's start with verse two. He requested, this was Saul before he was Paul, requested letters uh, to the synagogues in Damascus asking for their cooperation in the rest, the arrest of followers of the way. Come on. The way, and if you noticed in your Bible, it's probably the same in mine, is capital W way he found there. He wanted to bring them both men and women back to Jerusalem in chains. So in the past, some of us have made requests that have placed uh, bondage on others. We might, might not have been our intention to do so, but we've made requests and not for we thought was for our benefit, but actually created bondage. And Saul was asking for the legal right to arrest the followers of the way. Jesus was, and still will always be the way. Jesus told them in John 14, verse six, I am the way, the truth and the life. No one comes to the father except through me, through him. And too many times people will go to great lengths to get their own way and miss the way. Come on, am I speaking to you this morning? We'll go to great lengths to get it done our way and yet miss the way. What will be what will be the way for you in the year of 2023? What will be your way? You should write that down in your notes. What will be the way? The way. Not your way, but the way in 2023. Paul wanted to bring the men and women back in chains. And what is it that wants to bring you back in chains? What's calling in 2022 to put you backwards, looking backwards, thinking backwards instead of moving forwards? Right? The scripture says that anyone who puts his hand to the plow and continues to look back isn't fit for the kingdom of God. 
We need to look forward to what God has in store for us. We need to have forward thinking, forward talking, forward acting. Come on. We need to be moving forward because faith moves us forward. Someone say forward. Awesome. Praise God. Verse 3, as he was approaching Damascus, I wonder how many things you've been approaching where God all of a sudden appears. Ooh, that's good. What have you been approaching where all of a sudden God appears? It says, it says he was approaching Damascus on this mission, on this mission, his mission, not God's mission. And a light from heaven suddenly shone down on him. Man, I wish it always happened that way. But you can be on your own personal mission and miss the purpose of the great commission. Are you with me? You can be on your own mission. Paul thought he was doing the right thing. He thought he was even doing it the right way. He was going to the religious leaders, you know, who were not just, they were giving him authority and blessing to go after those that were following the way, right? This is still going on today. Okay, this isn't something new. So we need to wake up. So our first point is that we need to be on not just mission, we need to be on God's mission, this first thing in my notes, like, oh, yeah, year 2023. Everyone can relate to being on mission. Yeah, but can you relate to being on the revelation of his mission? His mission. Because greater things have yet to come. Greater things are in store for us as we seek first the kingdom of God. All things will be added. But we need to be on his mission. Most of us uh, have a mission to get better in some area of our life. I do. We want to be better Men, do you not? A, a better father, a better leader, a better provider. I know that I want to be better at being present. I want to be better at being fully present, fully aware, fully in the moment. Like Logan taught us last year, the real gift is the present. <laughs> How many of us miss the present? That's what most people miss. And the only way to recognize and fully be present is to have his presence, the Lord's presence. And when you start to see the maker, you'll start to receive your moment. You'll start to see miracles in motion all around you because it's happening. It's happening. Whether you're working, God is. It's happening. Whether you're awake, he is. It's happening. But you need to be present. You need his presence. You need the presence of the Holy Spirit. Sometimes the very thing that stands in our way is the way. Jesus. Now hear me out. What stands in our way, because our ways are not his ways, nor are our thoughts his thoughts. They're greater. Praise the Lord, every now and then, he stands in the way of my way, and he shows up. It's not always the way I like it, but he has a way of getting our attention, doesn't he? The way has a way of getting in our way, in a good, in a good way, if you're with me. The way has a way of getting in our way in a good way, because God is good. Only good things come from God, but we don't always see it when he steps in the way. Thank God he saved me from going down that path. Thank God he saved me this morning, and you reached out this morning, Clint, to us men. Thank God the way got in the way of my plans. 
the way. And, and so God wants to use the chains, even of your current situation, to open your eyes to a greater cause. Could it be that he wants to do an exchange of change? In exchange of chains. Come on. Wow. Now verse, verse, verse six says that Jesus spoke to him and said, now get up, get up and go into the city and you will be told what you must do. Remember Saul at this time, it's not Paul yet, Saul at this time is blind. Saul at this time is not alone. The scripture tells us his servants were there. They heard the voice. Okay, so there's eyewitnesses of this going on. Now Saul needs to be led to his next step, but he's going in blind. And it's to his benefit, (laughs) is it not? Because he needs to rely on the Lord. Whoa, whoa. Sometimes the chains that we face allow us to see what God sees, and it is for our benefit that we are blind right now, blinded by the things of this. We don't want to be blinded by the things of this world. We want to see clearly the way that God sees, the way the Holy Spirit sees. But sometimes it's the things in the natural that get in the way of the supernatural. You with me? So point two, we need to take the next step. Someone say, take the next step. Take the next step. It's time to get up. It is time to do what we must do. In the NLT version, it says, must do. And you will be told what you must do. Not what you should do, not what you could do, what you must do. Paul was given this clear next step that would follow other instructions if he was obedient to the immediate. It said immediately, did it not, in the scripture? Immediately. Sometimes we get caught up in trying to figure out the, the, the whole picture, the bigger picture, that we don't even take the next step. We wanted every different reason and we miss the revelation because we wouldn't just take the next step of faith. So what is the next step God is showing you? What's the next step? Don't get caught up in the whole picture and get, and get distracted by, oh, Lord, it's going to take this much time, this much discipline, this much energy, you know, this for this and this would have to happen. No, he just wants to make it clear to you what the next step is for you. That's all you need for now. What's the next step? Saul, here's your next step. You're going to go in the city, and I'm going to give you another step. Okay, one step at a time. Taking steps takes discipline, and it takes commitment. Okay. More important is who will you be committed to in your next step this year? Who will you be committed to when it comes to your next step? Will you be committed to Christ? Will you trust in him with all, with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding? Will you, will you be committed in all your ways to acknowledging him? It's Proverbs 3, 5 to 6. Will you? Because if you will... And if you will do those things, then he will direct your paths and he will make them straight. Isn't that cool that the street he's told to go to is Straight Street? There's got to be a church out there called Straight Street. (laughs) That's so cool. College Street, Straight Street, church. (laughs) Straight Street, straight up. Proverbs 3, 5 to 6. It's really cool. Verse 12 says, and this is um, the Lord talking 
uh, in the vision saying, I have shown him a vision of a man named Ananias coming and laying hands on him so he can see again. So God is talking to several different people in this story. There are, I, I don't know where you place yourself and what character I try to move myself around in every story. You know, not just Saul's story, but Ananias' stories. And Ananias is now asked to, to lay hands on Paul. Paul is literally going around as the bounty hunter, right? He is. He's going around as a bounty hunter. He's putting, he's putting Christians and followers of the way, not just in chains. Some of them are getting stoned to death. You know, it's, and, and, and this is the reputation that he has. And, it is, and here's how God can, can take somebody with, with a repu, reputation and give you a revelation. That that person, nothing, Genesis 127 remains the same. That they were created in the very image of God, in his likeness. Okay? God had a purpose and had a plan for Paul from the very beginning. Right? And sometimes we got to say no to the things that the world is placing and the, the, the labels that, and lies that are limiting others. And we need to say yes to the liberator and what Jesus, the word says about them, their situation and their calling. Right? Otherwise, if we just listen to all the natural, because all the evidence was pointing, this is a bad man. Everything in the natural, everything in the news, Everything going around at that time was saying, stay away from this guy, Saul. You see him? Run the other way. It's like the Matrix, right? <laughs> but not Ananias. Ananias heard from the Lord, and the Lord said, I want you to face Saul, and it's going to take faith. It's going to take obedience. And I don't want you to just face him. I want you to lay hands on him. Woo! <laughs> You know, Saul was coming around laying hands on Christians too, but not in that way. So, but it says there, laying hands on him so he can see again. So he can see again. God has a vision to help you see again. People are always a part of God's vision. That should be in your notes. If it's not, you better write it down. I, I, that's so important. That's so important. God's vision is your vision. People will Always be a part of God's vision. College Street, where people matter. Everything hangs off this. Love God, love others. People, people. How are people part of the mission and the vision that God has placed on your heart? You see, a God-sized vision is the ability to see beyond yourself and what God wants to do in the lives of others around you. I do a lot of coaching. And for a non-believer, it always starts with what they want to do for themselves. It's always, it is, in some way it's selfish, but there's God has placed a seed in there. God wants to use that gifting, that ability, that passion for his glory and for his purpose. And if you can always align your uh, assignment with him, you will know that alignment comes before assignment, and then you will see the fruit in your life. It's when we misalign, and it's just about building our dream, our mission, and we don't see the bigger picture in the Great Commission. You with me? Okay. This is gold. This is gold. A God-sized vision is always the ability to see beyond yourself and what God wants to do in the lives of others around you. His vision isn't to build your name. It's not. It's not. It's to build his, Right? And the start of Saul's vision involved a man named Ananias. So, question. Who do you see God using 
to help you in his mission through this year? Write it down. This is good. Write it down. Who do you see God using to help you in his mission? Remember, your mission is his mission. Your business is his business, right? Remember I said before, you invest in God's business, he'll invest in yours. The reality is you invest in God's business, he invests in his business. (laughs) You're his business, (laughs) okay? Still with me? Okay. So point three is to see again, but don't see the same. See again, but don't see the same. Paul was able to see again in the natural, but he didn't see the same in the natural. He started to see in the supernatural. It's time you see again, but this time when your eyes are open, you won't see people the same way you saw them. You will see people in chains of addiction, pain, suffering, greed, lust, labels that have lied and limited them, but God is calling us to break these chains and help them become connected to Christ, liberated and free, blessed, not cursed, confident, not confined. What we attach ourselves to can cause us to become either distracted, divided, discouraged, but if we are chained to Christ, come on, we are a new creation. The old has come, uh, the old, the old is gone. The new has come, right? Instead of having chains that are punishing us, we have chains that are propelling us. Where is my chains? Come on. You should have seen what the other chains look like. Rusty, broken, just dirty. As soon as I touch them and get all dirty, look, there's no dirt on these chains yet. <laughs> right? Come on. When the shepherd spends time with the sheep, you can, you know what he'll smell like and what. <laughs> but God's not afraid of that. The chains that Christ has for you are chains to propel you, not to punish you. God wants you to have a clear vision for his glory in the year 2023. A mental picture of what could be fueled by a passion than it must be. So I want you to list your commitments in the year. Come on, there's people that aren't even up right now. Pastor Morris just said, uh, just shared in Exodus 40, you got the first day. Come on, get the temple ready. You got the, get the temple ready. Get the temple ready. This is your temple. You got the first day, the first month of the year today. What a perfect alignment for your assignment. So your faith, your fitness, I just listed some offer. You can use them finances. And yes, fun. Yes, fun. God wants us to enjoy life. And he created you and others around you to be blessed. Remember the promise of Abraham is your promise too, to make you a blessing. Make you a blessing. Some put their hand on their heart and say, I'm a blessing. And I'm blessed. Okay. And I, I can tell you as a church, we have a lot of commitments to God's call when it comes to God's people. And I literally started, the the visions were just coming to me, and I'll share some of them uh, with you this morning. Um, But some of those in God's people starts with God's family. It starts in the house, right? It always starts in the house. Everything flows out of the house. It flows out of your home. And it flows out of our home and then into our community. So it's going to start with our kids, it's going to start with our, our, our children. Do you know, it just hit me like hard. We went on a double date on Friday and um, 
with a couple who's expecting a child in March. There's babies coming in this house. I know of at least four babies being born in March and April just in this house. And I just got up and I just praised God. Because a sign of a healthy church is a sign of a church making babies. <laughs> right? Come on. But then our responsibility is what? We got to get the nursery ready. Coach Cat has actually asked us, some of you have already been asked and had the honor of being asked to take down walls. She says, I need more room down there. You know, you got all the little stores. She needs a wall taken down so there'll be more room for the babies. Wow. <laughs> That's exciting. Yeah, Delton's, Coach Delton's clapping. Right? It's our lit crew. It's our lit crew. I'm, I could, you know what? I had a moment. Uh, Andrew, you, you were there. First time went to the, the indoor pool. What's it called? Not the Shem Center, but the, the Leisure Center there around the corner. And then I had a moment where my sons were connecting with, with, with Cyrus and uh, Dayton and, uh, and, the, and the, the, the little kids, the, my daughter's uh, connecting with Rosie, and they're all running around. And I just had a moment where, like, we have prayed for this. Since we came here, we're like, Lord, would you send us not just, you know, our kids get friends in school, but godly friends that just love God, that serve the Lord, and, like, and they were getting into all kinds of trouble. It was awesome, <laughs> you know, but I had to, I had to thank Andrew for for the being obedient and the Lord sending him and Cyrus and the, and the family uh, to our church and and Dave and I thank Dave and I said this is you guys don't know what this means to me but then I thought of our leadership if they didn't have if Coach Delton and Coach Rodney and Coach DJ didn't didn't take the time to create environments where they could come and learn and grow in the body of Christ and then all of you men that would be mentors and coaches to them and they would have positions and places that they could work and run camera online studio right now like a reason to get up in the morning we wouldn't have this so thank you but God wants to do more, <laughs> right? That's just the beginning. And we need to be good stewards of that as men. So we want to build environments for them. We want them to connect and grow and discover who they are in Christ. You know, we're not called to be reactionary. We have a culture that struggles with identity. No, we purpose and create the foundation and the places where our kids are so full of the Holy Spirit, so full of God. We don't worry about them being in public schools because they are the light. This is their house. And then they go out into the community. But they have friends and then they have family and they have the ability to, to learn and develop their skills and giftings that God has given them in their life and use them for the glory of God. And so, you know, I won't get into all the details, but yeah, we want to continue to build on our, our kids' theater, expand our littles area, make more room, more babies. You know, we've already had um, some of you that come to prayer in the morning. Uh, you, God is already answering prayers before we can even ask for them. You know, we ask in our heart and in the private time, and then he's answering them in public. We have basketball nets that are going to be set up in the, in the parking lot. Someone has already offered to put in the basketball nets, Clayton, in the concrete, wherever we want them, set them up so our kids can come and play and use the gifting. We've got, we've got plans for a, a garage <laughs> where, we can, where we can work and we can help and develop the skills and giftings from people that, that, are, that are addicts and give them, give them purpose to even our, our own kids different times, right, with our own kids and teach them skills and trades and, you know, whether they're building custom motorcycles or helping maintain a single mom's vehicle that are coming to our church. You guys, the Lord is sending us so many single parents and a lot of them are women. 
and they're here. And, and I hear it again and again, and our house is full of godly men that are dedicated and serving the Lord. Right? The jo- Joshua house, Ruth and Naomi's, you know, we, we witness the fruit of that every time we go out. I really want to see our leadership double in our sending this year, just so you know. I want to see more men going out serving, sharing testimonies, creating relationships, teaching, right? The opportunities are endless. More songwriters, musicians, songs need to come out of this house and go around the world. Radio, radio men. Like I'm talking like, I know we're online radio already all around the world, but our FM, our FM, we're this close. We've got a place to put up an antenna. Isn't that right, Pastor Rudy? very close. (laughs) It's so close, but the Lord is waiting on us. Evangelists, kingdom builders, right? Businessmen and women of God. The list goes on, but before that can happen, we have to be willing to take the next step before we can see clearly. Just the next step. Just the next step. Verse 17, so Ananias went and found Saul. He laid his hands on him, and he said, brother Saul, the Lord Jesus, who appeared to you on the road, has sent me so that you might regain your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Instantly, something like scales fell from Saul's eyes and he regained his sight. And he got up and he was baptized. Whoa. Notice four things that happened for Paul to experience the chains of change. A, someone had to lay hands on him. It was specific. Be careful who you let lay hands on you. Come on. The Lord was specific, Ananias. The vision was Ananias, okay? The Bible calls for the elders of the church, James 5.14, if any one of you is sick, let them call the elders of the church to pray over them and anoint them with oil in the name of the Lord. Now, we can all lay hands on others, I just caution you when it comes to your call, when it comes to your vision, when it comes to your life, that you don't put it in the hands of just anyone else, that you put it in the hands of wise counsel. Right? B, regain your sight and C, be filled with the Holy Spirit. Paul's response after receiving his sight was to be baptized and receive the Holy Spirit. What's the point in having sight without God's might. Don't miss your next step. Don't miss your next step. If you're listening online somewhere around the world, don't miss your next step. If you haven't received Jesus in your life, receive him now. Get your next step. If you haven't received the Holy Spirit, receive him now. Just ask for the Holy Spirit. I receive you now. If you have not been baptized, find some water and find wise counsel and get baptized immediately. What are you waiting for? I love this. Paul would go from placing um, followers of Christ, the way in chains, to becoming chained for Christ. Check this out. First Philippians 1, 12 to 14. Under this heading in your Bible, if you've got your Bible, you open it up, it should say, Paul's chains advance the gospel. What? Paul's chains advance the gospel. And in your Bible, it should say, now I want you to know, brothers and sisters, that what has happened to me has actually happened for me. (laughs) No, I put that in there. Has actually served to advance the gospel. 
That's what it says. What has happened to me has actually served to advance the gospel. As a result, it has become clear throughout the whole palace guard, because he's in chains, right? To everyone else that I am in chains for Christ. And because of my chains, most of the brothers and sisters have become confident. What? Your chains, if you are chained to Christ, will allow others to become confident. Confident in the Lord and dare all the more to proclaim what the gospel, the power that he used was to proclaim the gospel. His preaching became powerful. There's a lot of people talking right now and they're saying a whole lot of nothing. And a talk without the power of God is nothing but pitiful. And you can't be both pitiful and powerful At the same time, in his presence, you can only be powerful. And here's a word I'm just throwing out here just for the men. You can't have power without purity. You can't have power without purity. You can't have power without purity. The enemy wants to rob your power by robbing your purity. It's not his to take. You with me? It's, 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 it's not a condemning word. It's a convicting word. It's a scales <laughs> are falling right now. Okay? You keep your eyes on him. You keep your eyes on him. You remember what you're chained to. You're not chained to social media. <laughs> right? You're not chained to social media. You're not chained to bad habits. What you do is not who you are. What you do is not who you are. What you feel even at times is not who you are. Who God says you are is who you are. You open up your word and you speak the word over your life and over your situation. Your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. It was bought for a price. It said all the more to proclaim the gospel without fear. My chains for Christ, your chains for Christ, give you cause to celebrate. And I don't want you to think for one moment when you screw up, when you mess up, when you think the wrong thing, you do the wrong thing, that it's over. No, 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 no. Jesus said it was over on the cross. He said it's finished. You've been bought for. Today's a new day. His mercies are made new every morning. Great is his faithfulness. You you tell the enemy where to go. Every time, every time he tries to remind you of what you did wrong in 2022, (laughs) every time he tries to remind you of your past, you remind him of his future. You remind the enemy of his future. Say, hell no, heaven yes. You, You tell him where to go. You tell him where to go. He's got nothing on you because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Would you stand with me, man? I take away as my chains for Christ propel me. Propel me. So if you don't, maybe you don't think of the little mini uh, pocket bike, think of like a big Harley or something with a real big chain on it, but propels you. And the verse that I want you to meditate on this week is found in 2 Corinthians 5, 17. Therefore, if anyone, did you guys get the verse of the day? 
Did you see the verse of the day? This is the verse of the day. 2023, 3.33, I woke up, and this verse was the verse of the day. Oh, I jumped out of the bed. I thought I was dreaming. 2 Corinthians 5.17, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone. The new is here. New year, new you. Say it with me. New year, new you. Come on. Praise God. Lord Jesus, thank you for your word today. Thank you, Jesus, that we can start 2023 off with you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for the revelation and not just the information today. Thank you, Lord, for the boldness that you placed in our hearts. Thank you, Lord, that we take the time to seek you through your Holy Spirit and take the next step in obedience. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you for tuning in today, and thank you for continuing to partner with us and for giving so generously to this ministry. If you would like to find out more about how you can partner with us, visit our website at www.wherepeoplematter.church and click the giving link. And don't forget to subscribe and share this with your friends. See you next time.